Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Transfer Talks here on the Cycling Dane YouTube channel and on the podcast if you're listening there. This is where we discuss all the exciting rumors and confirmations, etc., that have been happening in the pro cycling world. And yes, there's been big news about Jumbo Visma potentially joining up with Sudal Quickstep. But to discuss that and more is Mr. Greg himself, Ewan Wilson. And I mean, Ewan, it's gone a bit haywire here after the Tour de France. Yeah, there was a big lull in the transfer market, but now following these merger rumors, along with an, another couple of other rumours, it's been sort of kicking up a bit of a storm now later into the season. I mean, we might as well start with one of the weirder ones. Uh, Tarugacha apparently gained the attraction of uh, Ineos Grandiers, according to Daniel Penson. And uh, yeah, you know, what do you make of this story? Obviously, everyone wants Tarugacha, but it doesn't mean it's going to happen. Exactly that. It's a bit of a nothing story, but it's Pogacha. Uh, apparently, Ineos Grenadiers showed interest and tried to contact Tadej Pogacar after the Tour de France this summer. This was met with sort of no's from the Pogacar and UAE camp. They said that he was contracted until 2027, which he is. Um, to be honest, if I close my eyes, I cannot imagine Tadej Pogacar wearing an, an Ineos Grenadiers jersey in the years to come. I think he is sort of the face of this team. There's no real reason for him to move. But for Ineos, I mean, you know, you you miss 100% of the shots you don't shoot. Wayne Gretzky said that. 100 million. I saw an article a few years ago. That was the bio clause. Jim Ratcliffe needs to... He needs to sell an awful lot of Ineos Grenadiers cars in order to get 100 million to buy out Tadej Pogacar. Given that I haven't seen a single one on the road, uh, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not expecting them to be the... The new giants of the world tour. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a strange one to start with, but we might as well. But yeah, I mean, sticking with Ineos Grandes, well, not really. Well, kind of, yeah. They're involved in it. They've lost a lot of riders. They're looking for this big juggernaut, the one that was going to be Egan Bernal, but we all know what unfortunately happened there. And I mean, this big merger, Jumbo Visma, Sural Quickstep, as annoying it as it is for us cycling fans that potentially these two super teams are going to be joining. Yeah, there are some, well, potentially some, what would you call, ramifications because of this. A storm is brewing uh, between Sudal Quickstep and Yemba Visma. Some people saying it might not happen until the end of next season, saying that it's simply logistically, it's, it's not feasible to have it done by the beginning of 2024. However... These mergers, I mean, they have been picking up traction. Even the UCI have got hold of uh, of the the talks between Sudal Quickstep and Jumbo Visma. The big sort of fallout from this looks to be Primoz Roglic. We've spoken about Primoz Roglic twice already on the show. Once about Ineos Grenadiers, the other time about Lidl Trek. Lidl Trek, the most recent. In August, we spoke about that rumor. However, there's a huge new chapter in this story. Following the merger, it seems like Primoz Roglic is looking to go. Vila Flitz, the Dutch language press, reported this morning that Roglic has the green light to leave Jumbo Visma if he wants to. That opened up the, the transfer mill, and there are four teams currently in the mix, according to that article by Vila Flitz. Lidl Trek being one of them, and Daniel's Grenadiers. We touched base with those ones in the past. Then the lesser feasible ones in Movistar and Bahrain Victorious. Bahrain Victorious's CEO, director sportif man, Milan Ozan, has already squashed the rumors. Bahrain Victorious, by the way, is a very Slovenian team. Milan Ozan himself actually is Slovenian. And the team has a lot of activity in that part of Europe. So Bahrain sort of squashed, saying they don't really have the 
the potential to do it. Understandable if you look at their transfer policy over the past two seasons, which hasn't really been a you know, big budget riders coming in. Then we look towards Movistar. Crickets from there from, not heard anything from Movistar as of the time of recording. However, Ineos Grenadiers seems to be the most legitimate rumor, and that would be on a two-year deal, we believe, according to our sources at GCN Racing and Vila Flitz. Two-year deal for Roglic at Ineos Grenadiers at the age of 33, I believe he is now, would be, not going to lie, quite a fruitful deal. Two years is definitely a, a decent amount of time. However, bear in mind that Roglic is also under contract at the moment. So the feasibility of this happening would also be based on a potential buyout clause. But uh, those legalities will all be uh, sort of smoothed out if this were to actually go through. But Roglic there, Scott, looking like he could be on the way out. For both him Ineos and Yombo to some extent, this would be a great deal, don't you think? Little Trek, less experience with the full-on GC. Okay, we know Richie Port, third place, 2020, Tour de France, etc. But I mean, yeah, having a rider such as Roglic would, would be a game changer for them. But in terms of Ineos, I think, yeah, I just think it works. What do you think? I think I think this is a really good move potentially for Ineos. We've been trying to sort of search out their leader for a while, uh, who who it could possibly be. Uh, following Bernal, maybe crumbling. It looks like Rodriguez is now set to stay with the team, so that sort of provides a bit of a light there. But for Roglic, this would definitely be a fantastic move. You you would say he's he's a guy who's strong in the time trials. He's very sort of classic Ineos Grenadiers. Uh, at least the Ineos Grenadiers of old, of the 2010s, where they were sort of pumping through Grand Tours with, with, with strong time trialists and linking up with the squad they have at the moment, I think Primoz could do really well. The only thing is that he doesn't he's not going to have his buddies like Jan Tratnik and Seth Kirsten and so forth, and they've been super important for him in, in, in the past, but with Jumbo Visman now going in a different direction with the merger potential, and also Jonas Vingo becoming the out-and-out sort of team leader following two Tour de France successes... Uh, Roglic's only real chance to win the Tour de France has to come at a different team. And Ineos Grenadiers could be a legitimate team to help him do that. Little Trek, yeah, as you say, not super experienced. They've just brought on Theo Gegenhardt for the new year. But to be honest, I think Ineos is the one I, I, I can really imagine more. I think that that could be a really good marriage between the two. Yeah, let's see if that happens. But we might as well stay with... Uh... Well, the old dogs, I mean, Mark Cavendish, rumored to continue with Astana, already looks like a whole host of riders are going to be joining him, Ballerini confirmed, etc. But Ewan, who's the potential lead-up man he could be getting? Well, definitely there is traction on Cavendish staying for another year. Apparently it was 50-50 a couple months back, and now it's really looking like it could happen. Astana Kazakhstan have also, well, Chiris Gondimilio of Concertadel of Sports, rumors that the Greek sprint coach, that Cavendish worked with a Sudal Quickstep, Vasilis Anastopoulos is also moving over to Arsenal, Kazakhstan next year. But the big one here is Mikhail Marko, who's currently a Sudal Quickstep, not been pairing up brilliantly with Fabio Jankovson over the past 12 months. But with a move to Arsenal, Kazakhstan looking fairly likely, it looks like Cavendish really has a, has a good bunch of guys around him. Also, remember David Ballerini as well worked closely with Cavendish back in 2021. They were both teammates at Sudal Quickstep, also at the Giro in 2022, where he took that win in Balaton Fured. Davide Ballerini did a brilliant job on that lead out, pairing up with Mikhail Marko. 
And to be honest, this would really smooth out Aston Kazakhstan's sprint train issues that we saw at the Tour de France, where it was kind of Case Ball and Luis Leon Sanchez doing a lead out. Luis Leon Sanchez, who's about 55 years of age, retiring at the end of this year as well, let, let that be known. But for, for Cavendish to have Balladini and Mirko there linking up with Ball, Moscon, and, and the guys already in that setup, it's going to be a really, really sort of threatening lead out in 2024. Yeah, let's see if they get that uh, elusive Tour de France victory, or maybe more, maybe they'll get three or four. I mean, the last big story we're going to focus on is Nairo Quintana. We've had teams shut it down every single time they've been mentioned uh, with his name. We've touched on his, his links before. Bahrain looked like it could have been likely that was shut down. But yeah, three teams, Ewan, have been linked with him. Movistar, Cofidis, and AG2R Citroen. It almost feels like every team in the World Tour has been linked with Nairo Quintana over the past 12 months, uh, following that CAS uh, decision follow what the painkiller usage of last year's Tour de France and his subsequent disqualification from the Tour de France in 2022. These three teams, actually, though, there was a fourth one, Lidl Track, also rumored, but Lidl Track, that one has been squashed ever since. It was Vila Flitz who reported that one a couple of days back. But as you deserve, Confidence and Movistar. Out of all of these three, Movistar really is the only one I can imagine. As you deserve, Confidence being French, I don't think they will go near Quintana. French teams have a very strict anti-doping policy, as we've seen in the past. I just don't see it happening. We've also, we spoke about it last year, that there were rumors that sort of Nairo Quintana was blacklisted from, from ASO events. And for Andrew Desire and Cofidis, they are too valuable. ASO, the organizers of the Tour de France, Paris, and a lot of the French circuit races. Movistar have had Nairo Quintana on their pay books uh, in the past, last in 2019. And to be honest, that's the only real avenue I see reopening. But he left Movistar in sort of mech terms back in 2019. If you've seen LDMN's Pensado, the Netflix documentary about Movistar, he seems a bit sort of content to be leaving uh, at the end of 2019. And he might not be willing to reopen that chapter. But desperate times call for desperate measures. He doesn't even have a world tour professional contract really at the moment. Yeah, that's the other thing. He hasn't been racing for a year now, over a year. So, yeah, who would touch him right now? But that's not true. He did the national road race in Colombia. That's it. But, I mean, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with Nairo Quintana. Make sure to let us know down in the comments what you think Nairo should be doing. But before we finish, Ewan, you have a few transfers you want to rattle off. I mean, Luke Plapp going to Jaco Ayula is one that both caught, uh, well, caught us off guard quite a bit. He was seen as, like, this big project, and now he's gone. This, yeah, strange. Yeah, that Plap rumor really surprised me because Plap seemed to be, yeah, like a very sort of cookie cutter Ineos Grenadiers rider um, and looked to be one of, one of their big prospects for the future. But moving over to Jake Alalula, he can still progress there and probably he'll get more GC chances there. Uh, Luke Plap, who did finish on the podium with the UAE Tour this year. Let's look at the uh, the other transfers as well coming in. Uh, one I really, really like is Matteo Fabro moving over from Bora Hansgrohe to Eola Cometa. A bit of a sort of waste of talent at Bora Hansgrohe at times. He finished top 10 at uh, Turin-Adratico a couple of years back. And the Friuland rider is now moving over to the team, co-owned by Ivan Basso and Alberto Contador. Lidl Trek have been one of the busiest teams in the transfer market, and they've officially announced two more signings in Sam Oman and Carlos Barona. Barona, who we thought was initially going to 
Ineos, that fell through. Also in, uh, so active at the moment, Groupama Francais Déjà, they announced two signings, Matt Walls, the British rider moving over from Bora Hansgrohe, an Olympic gold medalist on the track. And I mean, he's had some decent road results. He won the Gran Piemonte a couple of years back when it was a flat race. I, I think he, re- he could really bring something in the sprints, a bit like sort of the many sort of track sprinter mold, a big guy with, with a lot of power on him. Also, Cyril Bart, who was a casualty of the Paracycling Club project in 2022-23, stroke the one that was supposed to bring across Mark Cavendish as well. That was B&B Hotels. Bart didn't get a contract in time, but he has now made it onto the World Tour with Groupama Francaisia. He's a really, really reliable rider, been around the block for a long, long time, and I'm happy to see him back on the World Tour. EF Education First, Easy Post, have announced three big riders, two young guns from the United Kingdom in, in Lucas Naruka and Jack Rooking Gray. Both riders, definitely exciting prospects coming out of the UK right now, and also a rider from Australia in Harry Sweeney, who's moving over from Lotto Sudal. Sweeney had a strong 2021, a pretty incognito 2022, and 2023 for that matter, so a change could be very good for him. Also looking elsewhere, um, Gorka Izagire is joining his brother Jon Izagire at Kofidis. We also know that Andreas Stockbor of Denmark is moving across to the Torda Titima squad, um, which is going to be a super fun project for him to be a part of next year. Yeah, thank you for that, Jon. Yeah, a lot of activity going on here post Tour de France, which we always see. But yeah, that's basically it for our fifth and potentially final episode of Transfer Talks this year. Make sure to check out the website as well, where we have all the confirmations and transfer rumors um, listed. And uh, yeah, that's basically it for us. Make sure to hit the like button. Let us know down below which transfer excites you the most or where Roglic should be going. And I mean, yeah, that's basically it for us. So thank you very much for watching and we will see you around.